You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go downstairs and inside the coach's office. You know, my mind is on our team. Right before tip-off, here's David Locke with head coach Quinn Snyder. It's the Quinn Snyder Coaches Show. Welcome back to Vivint Smart Home Arena, Utah Jazz, and the Denver Nuggets coming in your direction. Time for the Quinn Snyder Coaches Show with head coach Quinn Snyder. little X's and O's question for you. How is it different defending the pick and roll compared to a handoff? Um, you know, the majority of the time, handoffs are going more horizontally. Um, but, you know, Denver, for instance, it's Jokic and Murray and Barton in the middle of the floor. I think, um, you know, we differentiate between a dribble handoff and just a handoff. Um, because in a regular handoff situation, particularly when those guys, when it's Jokic, I guess that, that's probably why we're talking about this, um, the rim's open. So you get a chance when he's got a live dribble, even if he doesn't hand him the ball, um, they do a great job of finishing their cuts and he's able to throw the ball over the top, uh, which requires uh, Rudy almost like an accordion to drop and protect and then get back up. Um, And really more than anything, um, when the big has the ball, you have to be up on him. And in a pick and roll situation, you know, you can be further back the majority of the time and protect the rim. Um, so that that's really the biggest thing. It requires the, the big to do something different in, in Rudy's case. And, you know, you can't drop too far off because they don't have to pass it to him to shoot it like in a pick and roll where they're popping the big. He's already got the ball. And, you know, that changes it. When we talk about the clutchest players in the game, we think of Michael and Kobe and these six, seven wing players. If you look at the numbers for the last three years, the clutchest player in the game is Nikola Jokic. What is he able to do late in games that makes him so successful and so difficult to guard? Well, I think he's he doesn't feel pressure, for one thing. Um, if you look at you know some of the shots he hits, not only are they clutch, but they're, they're game winners. Um, you know, to your definition of, of what clutch is. They play through him a lot where he's also such a threat to pass. Um, I think he's just a really unique player where some of those wings and guards that you're talking about, um, you know, the, it, defensively you have those wing defenders that are that are up. And, and, and really the thing I would add is if you put a smaller guy on him, he goes into the post. So he's able to score on the post, which – in a late game situation, you know, they can throw it to him on the post and cut off him in that situation. So I think his versatility, um, both his ability to shoot and to post, and then you couple that with his passing and, and you, you know, you have to play, um, play, him, play him to pass at times too. You have to play everything. I don't know if you got on a sled to get to practice on Monday with your steal your kid's sled to get down the hill, but uh, you did get two days of practice. What will be the signs that you see on the floor tonight that say, all right, that was successful, guys took things in? Well, you know, the last time we played Denver, um, we played really well defensively. Um, and then we, you know, we either 
we ran out of steam. Um, we missed some shots. We made some mistakes, and we had that you know abominable run um, that really impacted the game. Uh, then we saw Damon Lillard, who, who's been playing pretty well lately. So some of the things that that you know we have a chance to work on are things that we need to do better um, because we're playing different teams, and then. Um, you know, other thing. We, we, th- there's times the way that teams play us, um, teams scout you, and particularly in division with teams like Portland and Denver, um, they know you. And as a result, you see game plans that are different. Denver, for example, you know, traps and blitzes Donovan and pick and roll. So we have to be even more precise with our spacing. Um, Portland has Whiteside literally standing under the basket. So um, different looks that we've been able to try to simulate and work against and hopefully find even more familiarity. And then I think our team, you know, just the opportunity. Someone said, you know, it was Jordan Clarkson's first practice um, since he got here. So you start factoring some of those things in it. I think just the, our ability to kind of find even more continuity and familiarity. Coach, thanks very much. Thanks. That's it, Coach. Quinn Snyder, let's go here from Mike Miller. Mike, what's the cycle? If somebody does something to a team, maybe exposes a weakness, how long until the rest of the league figures that out? Like if someone does something to you, how long until you see the next opponent try the same thing? Oh, and today's day and age is pretty fast. You know, uh, copycat league, it always has been. But I think with today's modern uh, technology, you know, you can steal things a lot quicker and try to implement those coverages guys in our video room we have three guys that man the video room they're watching and logging games all the time um, so there might be a game where we're not playing an opponent for a while but hey, this team just played that team really well or this player really well where a lot more teams are using zone once again zone has become much more prevalent in the nba so you'll watch and say well how did miami beat this team and they hold his own for 48 minutes so you'll take clips and you'll watch it so if it's your scout it's the last five but we're always looking at all games throughout the nba to see what we can steal what we can use to try to help our guys last night you Everyone's playing drop big. The league looked like you had no problem last night. I've seen a few other times where you have little problem with it. Does Jokic really like the ultimate elixir to the drop big defense in some ways? Is there some reason why you're so good against that? How we guard? No, how you play offensively against oh, that. Oh, yeah. He's, you know, well, I think Nicola is a guy that he's so skilled and his IQ is off the charts. No matter how you guard him, he's going to be comfortable. He's going to find an answer. You know, he, he, he thinks a game. He's a step ahead. Um, and obviously his ability to pick and pop when he's making threes, you know, uh, I think he's really hard to guard. Earlier in the season, he, he, he struggled from the three-point line at a high rate. In the last 30 games, he's shooting lights out from the three-point line. Now that's going to At one point, you either have to bring your big out or teams that switch. And when you switch, he just posts up at the nail with a, a, a point guard on him. And if you want to send help, he'll find the open man. If not, he just takes his time and, and kind of bullies the small guy. And uh, it's been very effective for us. 